To answer is human. To question is divine. Welcome to the world of the Hidden Gateway, an exhilarating podcast exploring the concepts humans have been struggling with since the dawn of existence, such as, who are we? Is there such a thing as good and evil, or are they arbitrary constructs? Does the paranormal exist? How can we evolve to a higher state? Can our mind influence what we term as reality? Providing a transcendental approach combined with hard-nosed humanistic analysis, we invite you on a journey to question your worldview in this theater of life. Join our host, Justin Williams, as he explores the outer realms of faith, the supernatural, human potential, and even our concepts of the universal creator with a fascinating array of guests. This is the unseen world, magical, mysterious, and mystical, where your only limitation is your imagination. This is The Hidden Gateway. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Hidden Gateway Podcast. As always, I am your host, Justin Williams, and today we welcome Susan Harrell to the show. Now, Susan researches the esoteric, the occult, and symbolism, and after learning esoteric meaning of certain symbols and the ideologies from which they came, she then gradually became concerned that a significant and very harmful part of an ancient global conspiracy was about to unfold. Today, we're going to talk about why she believes Donald Trump may be in the midst of playing a messianic figure created to deceive the Christian base and America at large, plus much more. Susan, welcome to the Hidden Gateway Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me on, Justin. Oh, thank you for being here. I've been looking forward to speaking with you. I mean, you're talking esoteric occult symbolism. I mean, that's right up my alley. I've done many shows regarding this. And from as young as I can remember back into my my teenage years, was which was forever ago, I always had an interest in these type topics. So this is this is really cool to have you here today. Um, the first thing I want to ask you is how exactly or specifically did you get into doing the research? Um, I think I remember reading on your bio that um, was it during 2020 where you start seeing some similarities between um, you know esoteric symbolism and, and, and entertainment and media, things like that? Um. Well, I've tried to track down when exactly it, it kind of started to unravel for me. And um, I would say a little bit probably closer to 2017, 2018. Oh, okay, okay. Is whenever I first started um, looking into this kind of stuff. Uh, first started noticing all of the uh, blatant occult uh, symbolism and all of our entertainment and movies, music videos, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I'd say around 2017, 2018. So um, you've probably been aware of um, this kind of subculture <laughs> for for longer than I have. Um, it's coming up on right, right around six years for me. So um, not really all that long in the grand scheme of things. Um, I'm, I'm very new to um, learning about uh, Kabbalah. And, you know, the, the, the root of where this stuff kind of comes from. Um, so, but, you know, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm, we're all learning really quickly. So. <laughs> oh, 
definitely. Yeah, it seems to be getting faster all the time, you know, uh, as this stuff continues to get revealed to us. Right. And it's like once it's revealed, once you see and and are aware of these things, it's it's like no looking back. I mean, I know for me personally, there's no way I could go back to the mindset that I had, the mindset that I had previously. Right. It's just. Oh, absolutely not. You know, it's it's crazy how that works. And, you know, I in my audience has heard this before. I I heard a voice speak to me probably back in, uh, I don't know, 2014, 2015. And it was the audio. Just like you hear my voice. The voice said, nothing is as it seems. And I said, wow. And that just took me down this journey or this rabbit hole, whatever we want to call it, of just knowledge being revealed about the truths of the world we live in, this reality, this matrix, and and the governments of the world, and all types of things. So it's been a been a pretty interesting journey. So yeah, um, was what 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 was that like for you going through that? You know, starting in 2017, 2018, 2019, up until the current time, with all the information being revealed and like friends and family, what was their reaction? To <laughs> started sharing some of those things with them. Oh, not so good. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, most of your listeners can probably relate to that. It, it feels like there's a um, there's a, a separation happening right now for those that see it and those that don't. Um, a lot of us feel very isolated. I think that's a common theme. Um, whenever I first started looking into this stuff, um, it was not received well. <laughs> um, and as time went on, whenever uh, I'd say around 2019, I became very alarmed because what I believed I was reading pointed to um, something being orchestrated on a global scale. Uh, everything in me believed that something, a global catastrophe of some sort was being organized. And um, I had uh, inkling to think that it was uh, likely going to be a pandemic. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, <laughs> I told everybody that I could, anybody that would listen to me, I started discussing this stuff on social media. Um, whenever I first started discussing it, uh, I had very little traction because, you know, most of the world had not un- come to understanding of this at all. <laughs> you know, back in 2019, exactly. this was, you know, this was the dark parts of the internet that people were talking about this kind of stuff. Um, but after COVID hit, of course, um, people started questioning the narrative. And I, I do personally believe that that was by design. I believe that part of the conspiracy is to reveal that there's been a conspiracy. And I think that's the most important part of the conspiracy. Um, that's why I believe um, controlled opposition is a um, fundamental aspect to um, the psychological warfare mm-hmm. that is being perpetrated uh, over us. And it seems quite obvious <laughs> once you once you see it, it's like it's like the the symbolism, you know, like Manly P. Hall famously wrote. When man learns how to read symbology, a veil falls from his eyes. <laughs> and that's that's very true. You know, as soon as you learn how to read symbology, um, for one, you notice that it's it's been put in everything that we um, 
watch. And then whenever you learn what the symbology means, um, you see that it's how they talk to one another <laughs> and that, you know, it's, it's not haphazard there. It, it's, it's talking about a grand, um, a grand plan okay. that we are right in the middle of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Grand plan for when you said that first thing that came to mind was uh, depopulation, population control. Yes. You know, which takes me back obviously to the to the pandemic or the scandemic, as I like to call it. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, tell me about the connection of the word Corona to the current coronavirus pandemic, and I, I know you have some interesting things to say how that is correlated with King Charles. Is that right? Yes. Um, <clears throat> so this, of course. Uh, the conspiracy revolves around secret societies. Um, that's kind of um, that's kind of the inner gears of how all of this has um, been perpetrated throughout all all governments. Um, all all countries are in on this at the very very top. Like we have to not think about countries as separate entities anymore. Um, I believe that all the folks at the very top are all in on this grand conspiracy. Mm -hmm. And this has been, this has been in works for, for centuries. Um, I mean, some could easily suggest since the garden of Eden, <laughs> you know, since the very beginning. Um, um, uh, so whenever we're talking about King Charles and the Royal family, this is kind of, I, I wouldn't say necessarily the very top of the pyramid, but I would say very close to the top of the, the pyramid in, in regards to Freemasonry. Mm -hmm. um, I believe the Royal family is just, um, they're just basically practicing Kabbalah, which, you know, Masonry is uh, ultimately Kabbalah in the highest degrees. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. It, it's based on mystical Judaism. Um, so, uh, the word coronavirus was, uh, the term came about in 1968. In 1968 is whenever the construction of the Twin Towers began. Ooh. And it's also the year that the term double helix for DNA came into public consciousness because there was a book published. So... So we have coronavirus, the Twin Towers, and DNA all in the same year. And it's also the year that George Bush, who's in, in a secret society, 322 Skull and Bones, graduated from Yale University. <laughs> right. Okay. So 1968, 33 years after 1968 is 2001. That's the year that the Twin Towers fell down. I believe the twin towers represent uh, DNA, double helix DNA helix, and the, okay. and the twin pillars of Freemasonry, okay. right? Which is the twin pillars of Freemasonry are um, Joaquin and Boaz, which are the pillars that stood out front of Solomon's temple, yeah, King Solomon's right. temple. That's right. That's right. Okay. Right. And the whole thing kind of revolves around, you know, Freemasonry is all centered around this, this concept of uh, rebuilding Solomon's temple. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean just the physical structure. I do believe that they are behind 
uh, the efforts of rebuilding Solomon's temple in Jerusalem. Um, but it's also more of like a alchemical and spiritual um, concept as well. Um, so uh, whenever you look at the twin pillars, and if you think about the twin towers as these twin pillars, um, I'm sure you're aware of building number seven. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. building number seven is the third building that fell at near free fall speed on 9-11. And it was named the Solomon Building. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it's spelled S-A-L-O-M. And if you look at how Francis Bacon, you know, Francis Bacon wrote The New Atlantis, um, which is like this unfinished utopian novel, um, basically spelling out <laughs> kind of their aspirations. Um, he spelled Solomon House the same way Building 7 is was spelled Solomon Brothers Building. Oh, right. So there's that interesting, you know, if you want to say coincidence, I don't believe that's a coincidence because whenever you, whenever you start looking into it, it's just totally covered in um, occult symbolism. The whole thing, you know, the whole event was. Um, so was that like a ritual then? Is it correct? You yes. It was? Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I believe, I believe that we are in, um, it's very difficult to um, describe because it's all very convoluted and very complex. K Kabbalah is very, very complex. These are Kabbalists and, you know, these are the smartest people in our past. <laughs> you know, these are these are the um, the folks that we think of as like the, the founders of science, as we know, they were really all practicing Kabbalah. <laughs> they were geniuses. Um, but I personally believe that we are in a um, 20. So, okay. In Kabbalah, do you know about the tree of life? Yeah. I'm familiar with the tree of life. Definitely. Okay. Well, there's 10 Sephirot on the tree of life and there's a hidden 11th Sephirot that sits kind of in the center. And there are 22 connecting paths up the tree of life. So there's also 22 letters in the Hebrew language. So 22 is a very significant number in Freemasonry and Kabbalah and in numerology. Um, you know, numerology is really kind of a bizarre thing, but whenever you start reading Masonic literature, it's actually all really there. <laughs> like 11, 22, and 33 are considered power numbers in numerology. Okay, so from 2001... Whenever 9-11 um, occurred until 2023 was 22 years. So if you thought about it as moving up the Kabbalah tree of life, it matched the path, the pathways perfectly. <laughs> um, and this year is 2023. And you know, there's 23 strand DNA. <laughs> King Charles, you know, Prince Charles was crowned in 2023. The very top of the Kabbalah tree of life, the top Sephirot is called Keter. Keter means crown. So the very top of the tree of life is, a, is the crown 
22 years after 9-11, they, they crowned their new king. Okay, and the word corona was named after, and you know, corona means crown. Corona occurs during a total solar eclipse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's very, it's, it's very complex. And um, most of the time, whenever I try to talk about this, um, I, I typically include visuals. The visuals really, really help, especially when you're talking about numerology, you know, it's kind of abstract thoughts, um, but, you know, visuals kind of help, um, you know, put it in your mind's eye a little bit better. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, now, what is this about the vaccine? I heard you say something one time about the vaccine being tied to the eclipse. Or, or something happened, and please forgive me because I'm just totally chopping this up, what you said, so I hope you remember, <laughs> but um, something about the vaccine was initiated between two eclipses. Yes, okay. Eclipses. What is that about? Okay, so the pandemic officially ended on a full moon the eve before they crowned the king. So the king was, <laughs> Prince Charles was crowned May 6th. The WHO officially ended the pandemic on May 5th. And it was a full moon. Um, and, um, okay, so whenever I point to certain dates on the calendar that I believe are significant, one of the main ones that I um talk about is the eclipse that's coming up in 2024. Okay. So we are currently in between two historic total solar eclipses. One, the first one occurred, um, August 21st, 2017. There had not been an eclipse that was its equivalent since the Spanish flu world war one. Okay. So 1918 is whenever this eclipse occurred. And then we, you know, we've got the Spanish flu. So we have a pandemic fast forward to 2017. We have this historic eclipse. Um, there are six years, six months, six weeks, and six days between the two eclipses that we are currently in between the very first Corona virus, COVID-19 vaccine was given at the exact halfway point between the two eclipses to the day. And I guarantee you it was to the second, <laughs> you know, Ooh. right. They, um, they don't miss, do they? <laughs> they don't miss. No, this is something that's been in plans for um, decades. Mm -hmm. um, and the, 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 vaccine that they gave out, um, both Pfizer and Moderna, if you look at their customer service number, both, both numbers, um, include 666 in the phone numbers. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, you know, all you have to do is just kind of dig around and do, um, a little research. And there's a very obvious connecting string between who's behind, you know, these, these companies who, who are producing these vaccinations. Okay. Um, so, 
I mean, there's that. <laughs> um, and let's see, where was I? Um, okay, so the eclipse, and then we're talking about Freemasonry, the eclipse is one of the most significant symbols. And we talk about Masonic symbolism. Um, most Masonic symbols basically represent the same thing. It's kind of this idea of duality, um, merging opposites. So you have the twin pillars, which represent male and female, the sun and the moon, uh, you know, the, the black and white checkerboard floor uh, symbolizes the same thing. It's male, female, good, evil, um, as and Mason, so right. As above, so below. Right, um, right. and Masonry is all about quote unquote, finding balance, um, between these two extreme opposing forces. Yeah. So that is why the eclipse is such a significant symbol to them. Um, because it's perfect balance <laughs> of the sun and the moon. Uh, you know, it's, um, all, all of it is really quite nutty, really. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's all nutty. And so it all ties, it all, all of it ties, you know, every single thing throughout our history, like the moon landing. Okay. Uh -huh. So, so NASA was of course uh, founded by Scottish right Freemasons okay. and occultists. Wow. <laughs> yes. And um, you know, Warner von Braun, he was a Nazi and one of the most iconic Nazi symbols is black sun. Well, black sun is an eclipsed sun. So in my mind, I feel like it's a pretty obvious um, Masonic Kabbalistic symbol. <clears throat> so they're doing all these rituals and planning out future events. Um, sounds like they're doing, you know, I guess some probably some form of magic. They do they use astrology as well? And I know you said numerology, you brought that up. Like, do they use astrology too? Astrology and numerology go hand in hand. Do they? Okay. Yes. So this is what they've done is there is a um if you start studying astrology and numerology and Kabbalah, what you come up with is that the universe was intelligently designed. <laughs> and me as a person of faith, I'm like, yeah, duh. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. But from their viewpoint, what's going on here is um, the devil wants to take credit for this intelligent design. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the whole thing is, is they believe that through their knowledge, they can, um, harness this design, this pattern, and um, utilize it to uh, obtain godhood themselves. Mm -hmm. It's all about transhumanism um, and um, becoming gods themselves, you know, eventually, eventually uploading consciousness and um, living forever. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's why we see this huge push for AI over the last what few years now. I mean, just in 2020, this year, 23 alone, I think the the AI presence just just on society, humanity has been, you know, stronger than it was previously. And of course, who knows what we're going to see 
next year and, and beyond. And, and when you talk about transhumanism, uh, it also makes me think about the vaccine, right? With these shots, yes. what type of AI technology could be put in those shots in order to accomplish their agendas? Yeah, I um, I don't know um, the science behind that, and but I'm very, very suspicious of that aspect. <laughs> uh, you know, that's definitely what they want. They want people to be totally isolated, um, become more and more and more obsessed with technology and um, <clears throat> living in a different world than, than you know, reality, than the, the real world. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's just very, very obvious to most of us, <laughs> the agenda and, you know, Elon Musk creating brain chips. And it seems to me like it's all just, uh, um, meant to work together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there, there is definitely a push to, to integrate man and machine, you know, right. we, we definitely right. see it. Yeah. Musk is doing some, some things. I mean, no doubt in my mind that he's a he's a major. Well, I don't know about a major player, but he's being used to bring oh, yeah. forth uh, these uh, these agendas. What, what about the the Catholic Church, Susan? What what type of role? And to me, I would think they're kind of up there too, right? We talked about the royal family, uh, the Pope, the Catholic Church. Um, in fact, is the Catholic Church opposed? Do they do they speak on Masonry? Are they opposed to it? So. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the no, the Jesuits basically created it. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah no the, the it's all the same it's all the same thing it's it's the same cult um just wearing different hats different costumes for different cultures okay um but yeah, the jesuits um the jesuits created the um knights templar mm. okay the knights templar were this group that were uh you know supposedly the protectors of the temple mount so, okay. So we're talking about Solomon's temple again. Okay. okay. So if you, if you think about the Knights Templar, you have to think about Solomon's temple all in one, one frame. Um, the Knights Templar are honored in um, Washington's Masonic Memorial in Alexandria, Virginia, um, Washington's Masonic Memorial is this like tall, grand uh, building. Um, it's one of the most incredible monuments in the United States. And um, of course, hardly anyone's even heard of it <laughs> because they don't advertise this stuff, you know. <laughs> um, but the very top level is dedicated to the Knights Templar. Now, the Knights Templar are now openly a branch of Freemasonry. Um, but, you know, it's, it's believed that it wasn't initially, but I personally don't believe that. I believe it's, it was always, um, it's, it was always the same cult practicing the same dark arts and whatever you want to say that these guys are getting up to. Um, but I personally believe that the Knights Templar and the um, 322 Skull and Bones are the same cult. So the Knights Templar uh, reportedly became inactive on 322. Really? <laughs> so, right. So March 22nd of, um, I'm trying to remember what year it is. I actually have all this information. <laughs> um, I think it was 
15, 13, something like that. Um, let's see. No, 13, 14, some, somewhere around there, it became an inactive on uh, 322. So, you know, interesting date. And if you look at historic photos of a Knights Templar, they wear um, they wear a apron like a Masonic apron that's in the shape of a down triangle with a skull and crossbones over their reproductive organ. Mm. <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> Weirdos. <All right. laughs> it's so weird, you know. It's so mm. weird. Um, I mean, wh what is that? You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> it's just so weird to me. Um, <clears throat> and then if you look at the, uh, uh, the Nazis, the, the SS, they had, they were the same emblem, the, the skull and crossbones. Really? Okay. And the first concentration camp opened on three, two, two, 33. You know, so I believe all of these things are really part of the same satanic cult. Yeah, it's almost as if they're trying to harness some type of demonic energy. They are. That's exactly what they're doing. Okay. Um, and whenever, you know, it sounds totally crazy to you and I, but whenever you look at Masonic literature, and I've listened to countless hours of famous, um, you know, influential Masons, um, they openly talk about what they're doing. And they, you know, they put decorative language on it, like Lucifer had a bad rap, <laughs> Yeah, perfect. you know, but um, whenever you boil it down, that's exactly what they're doing. Um, I believe the, the, whatever is at the top of the pyramid is what we would refer to as the watchers or the okay. fallen, okay. which there are 22 of. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> 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 and, you know, whenever we're talking about the Knights Templar, I think the most important thing for people to know is that Solomon's Temple, supposedly the first and the second one were destroyed on the same date. And this date is um, uh, probably the most significant Jewish holiday now, holy day, uh, called Tishbaav. And Tishba Av means the ninth of Av. The word Av translates to 11. <laughs> so it literally translates to 9-11. So Solomon's temple was destroyed on 9-11. And then whenever you look at our 9-11, it looks symbolically just like Solomon's temple. And we had a... 322 Skull and Bones member as president. Yeah, yeah. So why why did they choose Solomon's Temple, I wonder? Have you ever learned anything? Oh, well, they value Solomon as um, uh, for his witchcraft, because he practiced witchcraft. Yes, I learned that about him not long ago, probably, probably a couple of years ago, that he used to like work with demons or tame demons yes. or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what that's all about. And he had like a ring, like a magic <laughs> ring, which yeah. is the seal of Solomon. Seal of Solomon. Right, right, right. right. 
Yeah. And, you know, everyone has just turned their profile pictures in support of Israel into the seal of Solomon, which is a witchcraft symbol. See, there we go again. People doing things. They have no idea the history of yeah. certain things and what they're getting involved in. They don't. Getting right. Involved which probably gives them more power because they have more people, you know, on a spiritual level, you know, if you will. Oh, they love it. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. love it. I mean, it, it's horrifying me because I, for, for probably um, four or five years now, I've been talking about my belief that this war was coming. Mm. Cause I mean, this is, this is it. This is, this is, you know, they want to clear that land to rebuild the temple. Um, and it's symbolic of their messianic era. Okay. So, and that, you know, it might be a good little entry point to talking about Donald Trump. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> let's do it. We got to get to that for sure. What's going on with Mr. Trump? How does he tie into all this? Because as we know, you know, you have, you have a group of people who are divided, right? We have a group of people that, He's the Messiah. He's the Savior. Trump, Trump, Trump. Right. You know this other other group on the opposite end. You know, um, what's what's going on with Trump? Well, he's the perfect um, divisive wrecking ball character. Um, he, uh, <laughs> you know, I was um, right right at the end of his term. I had the feeling that whoever they put in would be the worst president in U.S. history. Okay. Because you have to have the dark and the light. Right. And I, you know, they they think of Satan as not the way, the stereotypical way that a Christian does. Um, Satan in Kabbalah is more of an uh, adversarial figure. So they play off of one another. It's, and, you know, it's basically just a good cop, bad cop. <laughs> so you have... Uh, an adversary, a great adversary, which I believe Biden is playing, come in and do as much damage as as possible. Totally set the world afire, which is what he's done. Um, and that way you set up your opposition, the light side. Um, this would be the light of Lucifer, right? So it's L Lucifer and Satan, which is really the same entity, just different aspects of the same entity okay. so so you'd have trump or you know someone like trump come in who will be this like messianic figure who is going to come in and um clean this mess up <laughs> straighten things out um and if you have the world worshiping this figure um and i would not be surprised if someone comes in and actually does do a lot of good. Um, but you know, that's not, that's not the end of the story. Um, cause you have to have a great leader to, um, manipulate, uh, manipulate your base into doing something that you want them to do. Right. You know, like the United States is not really going to follow Biden anywhere. <laughs> But if you have a figure come in like Trump and um, cleans house, I could see a scenario where um, his base would be led into doing whatever he wanted. Um, 
<laughs> so when you look at Donald Trump himself, um, his greatest influence was a man named Norman Vincent Peale. And that was his pastor. It was his family's pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, Norman Vincent Peale was a Knights Templar. Was he? Okay. See, I did not know <laughs> that. That tells me a lot. That tells me a whole lot. Yeah. Yes, it should. And it should tell your average citizen a lot, but your average citizen doesn't know anything about this stuff. And, you know, you do a quick Google search on Knights Templar and it sounds nice. (laughs) You know, there's, it doesn't sound um, nefarious at all. And, you know, you just hear, you recognize words like Solomon's temple. And as you know, the Christians just relate Solomon's temple to the Bible and Christianity. They do not understand or have ever even heard the occult um, significance to what Solomon's temple means. It's a symbol of a Luciferian world order. Um, It is not a good thing. (laughs) NWL, New World Order, right? Right, right. Um, So uh, Donald Trump... In around 2018, there was a secret recording where uh, a head rabbi had connected Donald Trump to Messiah through uh, Kabbalistic numerology. Mm. And um, there was this secret recording where um, uh, I can't remember who who the guys were. They were they were connected to Giuliani somehow. Um, they, they had this meeting with Donald Trump and they presented Trump with a, a plaque of some sort. And, um, on the back of it, it had this gematria, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Trump acted like he didn't know what it was. And, <laughs> and I don't believe that at all. And, um, one of the guys, you know, was laughing about it and he said, well, you should ask Jared Kushner. He would know. <laughs> he uh, would be able to explain it to you. Okay. <laughs> old, old Kushner's all about that life too, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Kushner, Kushner owns 666 Fifth Avenue. Wow. And the construction company that built 666 Fifth Avenue also built the Twin Towers. <laughs> and the significance of 666 to a mason is... Um, every year, King Solomon collected 666 talents from the people. <laughs> it's like a tax. <laughs> um, and there's, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, the star, the seal of Solomon is an encoded 666. Like it's, it's their number. <laughs> um, and uh, you may have heard this on the podcast with Sam Tripoli, but one of the wildest uh, uh, like blatant (laughs) numerology that I've spotted was Donald Trump announced that he was going to be president 666 days after his last full day as president. And this was 666 days before 9-11, 2024. Wow. Which is a high Masonic date. Um, 9-11 is also the Egyptian New Year. Okay. Okay. And if you're, for your listeners who, if you want to, um, 
you know, do that calculation yourself. Um, Trump's last full day was uh, January nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Right? Is that right? Um, Biden became president on the twentieth, so his last full day was the nineteenth. <laughs> Um, and, you know, he has he has very often been compared to King Cyrus and King Cyrus is the one who rebuilt the second temple. Um, he's re- he's revered in Israel as like a, a King Cyrus figure. Really? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. The, the I believe it was the Temple Institute actually had a coin minted with Donald Trump and King Cyrus's. uh face together wow so so you said that trump said that he on on his last day in office which was january 19th 2021 he said that he will be president again and he's 666 days is that right he announced that he was going to be president 666 days after his last full day as president After his last full day oh. yeah he didn't announce that but because i know about the numerology obsession within the occult yeah okay gotcha i checked to see how many days there were and there it was you know um Oh, and in, <laughs> to make it even better, hours after Trump made that announcement, NASA announced that Artemis would launch to the moon, a 322-foot-tall rocket <laughs> would go to the moon. Or I think it did launch to the moon, actually. Okay. The day after Trump made that announcement, and Artemis is the twin of Apollo, so Apollo 11, you know, is the, the, the rocket that actually went to the moon. I mean, <laughs> that's the story. I don't believe it, you know, <laughs> right, right. Now, because of their, you know, numerology obsession, um, <laughs> I checked the dates and the moon landing would have occurred 666 months exactly to the day the next president is going to be sworn in. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. But, you, you know, you have to, when you're thinking about this, it's like, you know, what we have to understand is the folks who founded the United States were all Freemasons. They were all practicing occultists. They were all practicing Kabbalah. It was their religion to do this stuff. Like it was their religion to perform Osiris rituals, you know, that that's just their life. And um, I believe that the United States was founded with the ultimate goal of doing the wars that had to be done ultimately to um, set up this, this new world order. Right. And to rebuild the temple. Um, and more evidence of that is, you know, we're talking about the royal family and King Charles being the head of Freemasonry. Well, because I know these folks are super obsessed with numerology, this year's a really big year for Skull and Bones because it's two, two, three. 
2023. With numerology, you don't count the zero. Okay. 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 So this year is 322 years after the founding of Yale. Yale was founded 322 years ago, the day after Israel went to war. Not only that, not only that. Okay. So that date was already on my radar because I was like, okay, something big's going to happen around this date. <laughs> um, the head, the grand master of the United Lodge of England celebrated his birthday that day. He is the first cousin of the late Queen Elizabeth. The Queen's first cousin is the current Grand Master of the United Lodge of England, wow. which is like, he's the top of all masonry. All masonry, okay. okay. Yeah, so he celebrated his birthday the day Yale University turned 322. Mm-hmm. On that same day, I was, I was already telling folks there's going to be a 9-11 in the headlines because this is big 9-11 day. Because <laughs> um, I understand what not, how 9-11 connects to Solomon's temple. <clears throat> On that day, a 33-year-old man pulled himself into the 9-11 memorial. You know, the footprint of the Twin Towers? Right, right. That black cube? that's like a um you know it's a fountain but it's really odd (laughs) you know it looks like an abyss yes very odd it's very odd he he jumped into it drug himself and he was bloody and he he dragged himself pulled himself into the um the pit (laughs) (laughs) so what that did was put age 33 9-11 memorial on national headlines yes yes (laughs) jeez louise how weird is that crazy stuff crazy stuff so either a they hired this guy or told him to do it or it was some other crazy stuff going on because you know, when I when I think about like MK Ultra mind control, oh I right, definitely believe you know that that's at play with uh, many many people. So interesting. Yes, yeah, that that you know that's whenever things start to get really really weird. Um, <clears throat> and they they unfortunately really do have that technology. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. You know where you can. Um, I mean, I, I've seen it. I've seen it demonstrated or they can make you hear music yeah. in your head from frequencies um, and nobody else can hear it. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if, and that's the stuff that they're sharing with college kids. Yeah. Imagine what they could do like black ops wise, as far as, um, you know, messing with people and getting to getting them to do these bizarre things. You know, I think a lot of these mass shootings are, folks that have been messed with um, yes because they all all those mass shooters they have that certain look in their eyes you know you sure do can tell that they're under some type of hypnotist or mind control or something you can tell you see them sitting in court on tv and they just have that it's almost like a blank stare like they're there but they're not there 
Yeah. Yep. And they, and it's so often whenever they all agree that they heard voices in their head. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing is as it seems. But I've got a question about Donald Trump. You know, <clears throat> you know, I guess a lot of people, I would think that there were a lot of people that were kind of confused with him in regards to what happened. Uh, when the when the uh, when the pandemic hit, and specifically with the vaccine, right? So I know mm-hmm. that you know Operation Warp Speed authorized two billion for Moderna and Pfizer each to jumpstart the production of the vaccine. Now he initially insisted that everyone be vaccinated against the pandemic. Yet he turns around and embraces ivermectin and hydrochlorine as remedies instead of the vaccines his administration funded. Do you think he would have issued mandates had he won the election? Um, no, uh, but just because I believe the whole thing is scripted, I believe that Donald Trump, um, is just playing a character and his character was to do exactly what he did. Um, and, um, you know, I know, I know very few conservatives that would have taken that vaccine if it had been rolled out under Biden. But they worked this thing perfectly because they rolled it out under Trump and he didn't mandate it, but he did have the thing created. (laughs) You know, he did all the things that produced it. Um, And he also influenced his entire base to take it. Uh, I know countless conservatives who took it, you know, and I I believe that was because, you know, they were promoting it on Fox News. Mm -hmm. They were promoting it all I mean, just um, in lockstep, all of the, not all of them, but a large majority of the conservative influencers were promoting it. They were saying to get it, you know, like Mike Pence uh, took his shot on TV. Um, You know, like now they're coming out like they um, are very much against it. But whenever, whenever it counted, when it was important, uh, they were they were promoting it and they right. were telling their base to take it. Right. Ivanka Trump, um, you know, she posted an image of um, whenever she t- took the vaccine and and influenced her followers to take it while she was wearing her little Kabbalah bracelet. Oh, really? Wow. wow. <laughs> you know, so. Um, yeah, I feel I just feel like they worked us perfectly. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> and and they also use a lot of celebrities too, right? They had celebrities pushing it back when the vaccine first came out. Celebrities on social media. I saw celebrities in commercials. Take it, take it, take it, you know. And I know that the CIA is kind of going off topic here, but the CIA has had its hand in Hollywood and with celebrities. But I imagine that a lot of celebrities practice Kabbalah and they're into like the dark arts as well right oh uh, absolutely yeah let's let's kind of talk about that and how that's used because I heard you say um you talked about Jay-Z and how he is linked with that um what's her name Marina Abramovic yeah yeah I've seen him like wear Alistair Crowley quotes on his shirts and all this type stuff right yeah um I believe that what we're looking at um this type of black magic is um, is ancient and throughout history um, 
as you know, Christians have their prophets. I believe the 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 Kabbalists and the occultists have their prophets. And Aleister Crowley was um, the generation before ours, their dark <laughs> prophet. And I I believe that Marina is our generation's, um, you know, like occult wizard prophet that they look up to. But they're all practicing the same. Um, do what thou wilt. Uh, you yeah. know, it's based on Thelema, the religion called Thelema. Um, okay. Okay, never heard of that. Okay. Right. Um, and the the symbol for Thelema is basically a stylized seal of Solomon. So it's a six-pointed star. And Marina lives in a six-pointed star. <laughs> Really? Her her house. If you Google images of her house, it's a black seal of Solomon. And a lot of times, you know, the conservatives are on to the Satanism. <laughs> they don't really understand what it is. Um, and a lot of times they'll say that she lives in a pentagram. But if you actually research it, um, several several uh, architecture mm -hmm. articles that I've read about it say that it's actually a six pointed star which is significant to note because, um, you know, that's, that's got a very, I mean, of course the pentagram has a direct link to masonry, but the hexagram speaks specifically to uh, King Solomon's temple. Wow. And she wears a Templar cross. <laughs> she wears a Templar cross too. She's old. Oh, she's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, like I said, I kind of figured that a lot of these people that are on TV and online are just heavily, uh, deeply involved in, in that type of occult activity, you know, and I really believe that, you know, they, they sign blood contracts and all types of things, all types of crazy things going on uh, in order for them to um, get money and fame and it maybe advance up that up that ladder per se oh right and um i also believe that this is a generational cult and the folks that we see on the world stage are um ha have been born into the system oh, okay. so um uh i think it's more likely that these folks were raised in this as opposed to um, like the notion that Katy Perry started out Christian and then she somehow got corrupted yeah. and then, you know, made a deal with the devil, sold her soul and all this kind of stuff. Um, I think it's more likely that she was um, born into the system. She started out. So <laughs> the, the cover for her first album um, is just a single eye mm -hmm. and she has used that throughout her whole career, Wow! Okay, you know, which is the, the eye of Horus mm -hmm. and Horus is the um, Greek equivalent to Apollo. Okay. So it's basically the same demonic entity that they're, they're nodding to whenever you see all the celebrities cover one eye, yeah, seen that for years. <laughs> like, you know, like, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, what they're, what they're referring to is 
um, Horus, uh, which is Apollo. And, you know, the story is all about um, Osiris and Isis uh, have a have a baby and the baby is is Horus. And that's what Aleister Crowley was trying to do with um, all of his. Uh, he, he intended of ushering in a aeon of Horus. <clears throat> so what is an aeon of Horus? <laughs> you know, I believe Horus is Antichrist. So this is their perversion of. Um, okay. So you know everything is flipped upside down in the occult. Right. It's it's all perverting the Bible. Uh-huh. Right, right. So their aeon of Horus is um, ushering in Antichrist, okay. spirit how, of Antichrist. How about a guy like Kanye West? Right, who's obviously been in that industry and around that, that those type people and, and things, and here he is um, twice this year. Uh, I think just last week, and then uh, earlier this year, maybe last year, late last year, he was on a podcast, and he was saying a lot of things. I'm not sure if you're you keep up or you're aware of. of talk, oh yeah. Oh, you do. Okay. So now, <laughs> is it is it safe to say that that he's just another character being used just to to cause oh, yeah. more chaos and confusion? Well, um, like, you know, when I said uh, in the opening, I believe one of the major aspects of what's going on here is uh, revealing the conspiracy is the conspiracy. Okay. I believe that all of this is going to be revealed ultimately Mm. because um, I believe the end goal is to end the Christian West you have to take down the United States. The United States is viewed as the Christian West. It's called Edom. All right. So in, in Kabbalah, all of this stuff comes from the Talmud and the Zohar. And these books, the you know, they predict that Edom will fall in their messianic era. And rabbis confirm over and over and over and over who Adam is. E-D-O-M, Esau. It's it's the United States. <laughs> it's the Christian West and Europe. So they, that has to fall before their new system can rise from the ashes. So um, is, is there any hope for us, though, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously they've been doing this for thousands of years. Right. And all this crazy stuff going on. Like, like, do we, do, does somebody throw us a bone? Like, do you think the father God has this like ultimate plan to, to implement oh, yes. spiritual warriors to, to, to fight this? And, you know, I absolutely, I absolutely do. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I do. On that. Um, I, I am, um, as of recently, kind of interested in this theory that we might be in what's called the little season. Have you heard this theory? I've never heard this before. No. Okay. So it's a theory that Jesus has actually already returned and we are living in uh, the time when Satan is loosed from the bottomless pit and is allowed to rule the earth for one last time before he's banished forever and you know, heaven, New Jerusalem is created. Okay. So this is like what Christians are 
are are are hoping and waiting for. And I believe that that time could very well be soon. Um, And I believe that we're not to um, sit by passively and feel nihilistic. Like, you know, the Satan wants us to get uh, really depressed about everything that's being revealed because it, it makes you feel like um, it makes you feel nihilistic. It makes you feel like what could you possibly do? It's overwhelming. Right. And the, and part of their goal is to um, expose Christianity as being part of the control mechanism. So once everything gets exposed, it's going to expose all the Abrahamic religions as being part of this conspiracy. And I think that's done by design to discredit um, Christ. Right. Um, But, you know, I've been watching this um, (laughs) develop for for a number of years now, and I feel like as believers, it's our job to kind of try to get ahead of that um, and show people um, <clears throat> show people this ultimate goal, you know, this ultimate plan, the scheme that they've been working towards. Okay. Um, and we could be part of creating whatever is on the horizon that's coming that I, I, be- I believe is coming. You know, right. I believe that, um, I believe Satan knows that his days are numbered and that's why he's throwing like the tantrum is getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> right. You know, he's trying to take down as many souls as he can with them. Yeah. That's his whole thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Good stuff. Good, but interesting stuff. This has been a phenomenal conversation susan you're you're a uh such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to to these topics and I, I thank you thank you greatly thank you dearly for for being here with us on the show um i do have one final question for you and this yes. is a question i ask each and every guest that appears on the show um it's called what i like to I like to call it a token of love if you will what message do you have for the audience um, anything that just comes to heart that you think that they need to hear right now in this moment as they continue their, their personal journeys? Oh, well, that's a good question. Um, well, okay. So for me, what I like to um, kind of focus on is it's really easy to get lost looking at the waves And as things progress, I believe those waves are just going to get higher and higher. So we have to, um, you know, we have to really keep that in mind. And if you are a person of faith, um, I do believe that there is a, um, uh, a good plan, a good, uh, this was, this was all created for good. Um, And uh, Satan's, Satan's kingdom, his, his role on earth is, is numbered and he is, he is not going to win. So you have to just stay rooted in that and view yourself as, um, as a warrior for good in that fight, because it is very, very clear that all of this is, um, supernatural and spiritual. You know, there is no, 
there is no um, man would not be able to come up with something like this and he wouldn't have the motivation to do it, <laughs> you know, a generational cult, this kind of thing. Right. Um, so it is very clearly demonically inspired, um, which, which has proven to me that things of the spiritual realm are real. So, you know, so what are we doing here? Um, so in my mind, it's, uh, it's encouraging to view yourself as a spiritual warrior and to, um, uh, do whatever you can to encourage the folks who um, have come to the same understanding as you, because it's really, um, it's heavy. You know, uh, whenever you are pulled out of the mainstream, um, it's, it's, it can be very hard to cope with all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's way darker than just thinking that, um, you know, Biden might have dementia, <laughs> you know, and is, <laughs> and is, you know, just messing stuff up because of, because of these kind of silly notions, you know, like our worldview, our perspective is infinitely darker than, um, you know, the reasons why conservatives feel like things are going off the track. So it's a lot to have to deal with daily. Um, so, I just say, you know, find your people, which I, I've definitely had to hunt for because most of us don't have family that understand what's going on. That's right. So seek out others that understand and, um, you know, make your family and your community in that way, because we have to be able to um, we have to be able to connect with others or it's just it's too hard, too heavy of a burden to carry on your own. Um, and just put your mind and you have create a different mindset as, as um, a warrior for bringing about whatever the next chapter, you know, which I believe could possibly be right around the corner. Oh, well said uh, in that piece, you know, find your people, you know, can we find your tribe, you know, uh, your tribes out there. If, if you haven't found it yet, good people. And uh, this is a phenomenal conversation. Susan, thank you once again. Oh, you're an artist. Um, do you want to share <laughs> yeah. any websites, social media, anything <laughs> like that? Yes, I am a uh, photorealistic oil painter. Mm. Um, my website is Susan Harrell, and that's H-A-R-R-E-L-L.com. You can view my oil paintings there. Um, I had taking a little bit of a break from painting and um, the beginning of next year, I'm actually going to be painting a whole lot more. Um, I'm, I've kind of gotten a, uh, a new little job opportunity Good in the art department. So I'm going to be painting a lot more and hopefully I can share some of that and have that be um, an encouragement to others because um, you know, creating, creating beauty let people understand that there still is beauty in this world. I feel like it's pretty important. That's right. Well said. Well, thank you, Susan, once again, so much for being a guest here on the Hidden Gateway Podcast. Great chat. We wish you all the best. And to our audience, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hidden Gateway Podcast. As always, remember to stay connected with us at um, support at thehiddengateway.com. Obviously, our website, uh, thehiddengateway.com. And I thank you all 
for another week. We're pushing your mindset towards a better reality. And this will conclude this week's episode. Until next time, stay positive, stay questioning, be love, and be peace. Be free. <laughs> the Hidden Gateway, out.